All right. I am doing this podcast live through the Podbean app. I'm on vacation now, heading to New Orleans. The next three days of podcast is going to be like this. So if you, if you love the audio and you, and, and you can't listen to a podcast because the audio is like this, then you gotta wait till Monday. Uh, but if you want the context of the information, then, uh, then enjoy it. Uh, my disclaimer, I'm a resident investment advisor, Stonehill Wealth, Stonehill Wealth Management, my company. This is not meant to be for investment advice. This is for informational educational purposes only. Seek your own financial counsel advice before making any decisions. This is just my thoughts, my opinions. But is Bitcoin dead? I don't think it's dead. Matter of fact, Bitcoin is still the asset on my balance sheet that I'm the most comfortable in for a lot of different reasons, but let me get to the meat of it. If you're going to invest money, then you want to understand first the volatility of the different asset classes that you're investing in. So for example, nobody expects cash to earn more than stocks over a five, 10 year period of time. Nobody expects bonds to earn more than stocks over a five or 10 year period of time as an asset class because they're less volatile. It's more certain you get a fixed uh, income. On the opposite thing, nobody would expect to earn more money uh, like an employee of the government, which is the quote unquote safest job you can have, would not expect to earn more than a business owner. A business owner takes risk. There's lots of volatility. So they get to earn more over time when they're successful. Same as same thing in investing. So uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. And I I like to just use Bitcoin because a lot of the cryptocurrencies don't apply because I think I don't invest in. Uh, I don't own any other big cryptocurrency outright because I don't, you know, the, the, it's the only one that I have a strong thesis on is, is Bitcoin. And so uh, and so Bitcoin being uh, a new technology that's taken on the current monetary uh, uh, system, a rules based monetary system versus a monetary system controlled by uh, 12 people that can impact the you know, the, 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 the wealth of 8 billion people, that system is not going to last. If you look at the, if you look at the history and the trend of what technology is doing, it decentralized media, right? 30 years ago, four media companies control what we saw, what we listened to on the news, the narrative. Now, social media, like anybody who's under, a lot of folks under 40 don't, don't even watch the news. Like definitely nobody under, under 30 watches the news. Um, I get my news from like Twitter, uh, a lot of people, some people use Reddit, but it goes back to a decentralized organization of a few news anchors can't possibly accurately and fairly report, uh, all the information that's relevant to us. Um, uh, and they have bias and all that kind of stuff because they have advertisers, uh, versus, you know, like Bitcoin Twitter is going to give me the most relevant, most fair, most accurate information on Bitcoin, the energy uses and everything. So there are silos of everything that you got, that you got a better place to go get information from, especially podcasts. There's lots of podcasts around whatever you want to know information about. You're going to get more relevant information uh, from, from podcasting, uh, from podcasters specializing in that specific niche than you will from the big news media. You know, again, commerce as well. Before Amazon, you'd have to beg and borrow and steal to get inside of Walmart shelves, Target shelves, you know, now if you want to sell anything online, it's easy. You can use Shopify, you can use Amazon, you can use Etsy, like it's tons of marketplaces where you can 
uh, sell things and get quote unquote shelf space and the best product and service and advertiser wins. And so the, the trend of technology, and this is why I'm super bullish still, still on, 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 uh, on Bitcoin is a, a move from centralized power in everything, uh, where rent seekers and imperialists can, uh, get money for doing nothing. Um, you know, I think of it like slavery for real. You look at slavery, like that system got, you know, broken up. Uh, slavery used to be a lot more common, uh, than it, you know, uh, than it was when, you know, the, for, for the American story around the world. And the American story was a long-term trend away from, uh, you know, people being able to just sit and do nothing and, and collect checks. And so, you know, the world has been moving towards a more decentralized world. Technology is just furthering, you know, furthering that path. And so, um, you know, that's, that's the trend, right? And, and I, and that's a, that's a 100 year trend. So you can look at, trend you can look at every industry and say okay if this is the decentralized trend technology is going to disintermediate middle people in the middle that are collecting money for nothing i call them rent seekers then you can have a you have the 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 trend is your friend right you don't bet against the trend and so the trend of a rules-based monetary system like i think it's crazy when i say it like that 12 people influence the wealth of 8 billion people because the dollar is the world reserve currency and 12 people are the, the 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 12 you know heads of the 12 central bank or 12, you know, Fed shares of the U.S. central bank. And they're not elected. Uh, they do like, they do lots of non-transparently. Um, and, and, and them alone, like impact the, our wealth. If they decide to, you know, lower interest rates that takes away money from savers, takes away from their wealth. If they create, you know, if they basically, and this is a complex way, but if they print money, that makes the value of our money worth less. Um, and I've talked in previous episodes about why they do it, but they have that power and we can't do anything about it. And so that system is going to be moved away from for a lot of reasons. Like I like for me personally, I don't, I don't think the dollar is going anywhere anytime soon. Like not in our lifetime. I don't think it's going to zero, but I definitely don't like I don't personally feel comfortable storing my wealth in the dollar. I want to own the companies, uh, stocks, ETFs, companies that are transforming the future. And I want to put my savings in Bitcoin. You know, I have a little bit of cash for operating expenses, but I just I don't what I what I know about the financial system and, I, and how I know that is I feel like it's broken. I don't feel comfortable putting my money in this place where I know they have to print lots of money and keep rates low to keep this BS system propped up. And so so for me, Bitcoin's not dead. And keep reading ahead. There's still like if I. Uh, talk to the people who are managing money for wealthy people. They're not giving up their Bitcoin. Matter of fact, Morgan Stanley just launched a second Bitcoin fund for rich people. And so if anything, rich people in their, in their team understand what's going on. They're still hodling. I think it, what I want to do is make sure that the everyday person doesn't get their Bitcoin, doesn't get shaken out of their Bitcoin, uh, and get and transfer their wealth to the rich people because they are hodling. And hodling hard and so that's how i feel again this is my opinion not financial advice uh until tomorrow enjoy your day